And so it's funny because like the attention span of the Gen Z, for example, Mm -hmm. our children, they say it's like, and it is short, right? I get that because you can go to TikTok and I'll get to that in a second maybe. But the attention span is they can sit there and watch Arrested Development for seasons in a row, Mm -hmm. no stopping. What kind of attention span is that? I get it. Maybe you're talking about the hook. How do you hook someone into it, right? When you read a book or watch a movie, yeah. like they got to pull you in immediately. Your attention span is going to be lost if you, yeah. like remember in the 80s when the music would play and you would listen to six minutes of credits and then the movie would start. Like oh, kids yeah. today are like, what are we doing here? This mm-hmm. is taking forever. Let's get the story started. But like in attention spans and watching shows like Game of Thrones, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, all these shows take forever and they're watched six episodes they're in like a row. like long movies, man. Right. Wonderful long movies. So what does that say about attention span? So listening yeah, to podcasts, and I don't think there's an answer, right? Because we have a podcast. We have a long form conversation, right? We'll extrapolate out of that other mm-hmm. podcast. So in every podcast, there's going to be a time because I'm interested in it. It's about content, about podcasting, about marketing, about whatever. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that for seven minutes, for 15 minutes, for four minutes. We'll pull that snippet out and put it on our Content Matters podcast. Yeah. That'll be short seven, 14, whatever minute yeah. episodes, because well, it applies to that. But it came from something like long form, like you said, pull that stuff out. Mm-hmm. So there are ways to keep it short. Oh yeah, But it's like, definitely. there are no rules. Like it's going to that movie, Bohemian Rhapsody, when they're talking about like, this is it, three minutes. That's what they want. They don't want a seven minute song mm-hmm. until they did. Right. Right. And nowadays it's like, and you can be anything, do anything you want to do. Right. So I don't, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when it comes to attention spans, I, I think it goes to... As human beings, we also, we're vicarious creatures. We do have long attention spans. If it's something that we want to get lost in, you know, when you look at these short little snippets of things, those are platform specific for social media. And social media is designed to be quick hit, short-term attention span getting pieces of content. That's it. Like I don't go on to LinkedIn to spend three hours. Everything that's there, the whole mechanism is scrolling. Right. All of it hits. All of it. That's it. So it has a different environment. And so if you're going to create content for that, then you have to create content for that environment, obviously, right? But when it comes to a podcast or getting lost in seasons of Netflix show, that's different. That's an escape. So one helps us to almost zone out and the other one helps us to get jacked up in a weird way. They're like a dopamine hit, like, oh, cool. Okay, well, this is great. Or one is like, I'm killing time. Where another one is, hey, I want to get lost in something that is not the world I'm living in. But you could get lost in something, let's say it's educational. You can get on YouTube Mm -hmm. and go watch professors or lectures on stuff that like when you think back to being 13 or 20 years old and like imagine sitting there for an hour and listening to seven of them in a row. Oh, I'll do you one better. Yeah. Check it out. I'm going to pull this up on YouTube right now. And anybody listening should go check this out. Okay. No one's listening, but yeah. 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 No, they will. <laughs> so for the three people listening, I find this to be incredibly relaxing. And I'll try not to keep the volume down here. It's got an ad. Obviously, I'm not paying for premium because yeah, you care. should. All right. So this guy. So it's Lone Wolf 902. It's got 224,000 subscribers. This video here is called Winter Hot Tent Camping in Snow and Freezing Temperatures. Look at this, man. Like, it's just... It's just him out there. It's just him for 58 minutes. And he's just... He's not, like, talking to you and, like, hey, I'm going to teach you how to do this. Like, he's doing it. You're watching it. And you're watching this experience. Yeah. I was like, this is... Wow, this is really relaxing. Yeah, yeah. And I'm learning something. And that's... You would think, who's going to do that? Guess how many views this guy has on just this video here? Million. 287,000. And he posted it five days ago, five days ago, 287,000 views on that. 
yeah, there's other ones here. There was one I watched, and I'm pretty sure it was in Japan. Same idea. He just lives in a van, and you see him kind of doing all of this stuff. Never says a word. Had like 13 million views. And that was like an hour and a half. So you tell me. Well, what's interesting, though, is you'll hear people shit on that. Yeah. And you'll hear other people love it. So it's for the right person. If you don't like Joe Rogan or you don't like listening to three-hour podcasts, then don't yeah. do it. Yeah. It's amazing, like, because you'll hear, like, oh, I can't believe kids today make money off of YouTube. Why? Why is that such a negative thing? Kids have been making money off of YouTube for, like, 15 years now. No, I know, but it's really starting to come mainstream. People are hearing the stories about it. Like, that doesn't make sense. They're not working. Do you realize the effort that goes into it? Like, if you oh, watch man. a kid go through that process, because they've all done it, right? They've mm-hmm. all done something. I think it's amazing. Like, they're building little businesses. Like yeah. one of our clients were talking to him, his son's building a YouTube page yeah. for the games that he's doing. And he's just, he's all excited. And his dad told him, he's like, you're building a business. He's like, I'm building a business, dad. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. my God, that's amazing. And his, yeah. the dad's excited. Kid's excited. He wanted to create some swag, right? He had some hoodies and uh-huh. like, but people are just confused by a lot of these things. Well, because it, it violates the traditional ways of like how you earn a living. The latest videos that I've been doing, they're a lot more, you know, there's a lot more to them. The actual shooting of the video itself is the easiest part, but it's all the stuff I do in post-production is like, this takes so much freaking time. So I think about kids that are putting out videos like almost daily that have high production value. Yeah. I'm like, holy it's a lot of shit, work. man. I know how much well, work How do you get that. better at something than just doing it, exactly. right? So yeah. we've been out here doing, I've been writing a lot, doing podcasting, and you were doing podcasting before me, right? Mm-hmm. You were one of the people that said, no, no, you should turn the mic on. You're like, well, that's crazy. Why would I do that? I don't, yeah. want, I don't want to hear myself talk, let alone let someone else hear me talk. Yeah. But I think that is part of it to like you iterate. That's right. the one thing that I've like when running a business, mm-hmm. you know, creating content, just constantly iterating to say like, oh, the stuff that you've done before, like I was talking about earlier, when you're asking questions on a podcast, will you become a better question asker? Absolutely. A better listener, a better conversationalist, better yeah. communicator. Maybe you better at building relationships, worse at talking, apparently. <laughs> but like that is something that is a part of it. So imagine starting this off at a younger age, mm-hmm. but I've seen it where like, high up, whatever that means, right? People who have been successful or CEOs of large companies go through this process of creating content and start somewhere and then grow with it. I've also seen people do it and not see the, you know what the word is, the return on investment on Mm -hmm. what it is. And like, well, what did they have in mind for that? Were they trying to sell a widget? What was it, right? Like you've been creating a lot of content. You've said to me numerous times over the years, how it's gotten better, how it's getting better. And you yeah. won't even look at your old stuff because you're like, oh man, it would make me cringe. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. I mean, if you're going to create content, we're going to just bring this all back to, you know, what's in it for me? You know, that's the people say, well, you always have to ask, what's in it for me? That's what your audience is like. No, no, you yourself, the content creator, have to ask that question too. What's in it for me? And I say that because we're talking about what kind of guest do you want to podcast? Somebody that you would be interested in talking to. What I try to think through is anytime I'm put a lot of time and energy into something, I have to ask myself, is this a one-off content specifically, or if it's a product or a course or something like that, is this a one-off or is this something that can be scaled, can be repurposed in multiple different venues? And it's rare, rare, if ever now that I do something that's just a one-off, it it would have to be something I'm just really passionate about. And just says like, this has one home and that is it, but that's rare. So it's not just about like, well, I'm going to create content that can go in different places. So that's one part of it. The other part is to ask yourself, I'm going to do this thing here. Let's say I'm going to start shooting video. And its original intention is to put my ideas and thoughts out into the world and to attract people to work with me. 
But then you also have to say, well, what are the second and third order effects of that? Well, if you do it on a regular basis, you're going to get better and better at video. You're going to be more critical of yourself, which again, the hardest video to shoot is the first one because you're just going to hate it and you're going to hate your voice and hate the way you look. I finally got to a certain point, but this was when we were creating the Foresight Academy and I reshot that thing three times before it ever went live. And I had students already in it and they were like, the first version was fine. Not for me. I thought, this is garbage. And so I shot the second version. I was like, oh, this is still garbage. And it wasn't until the third one that I felt good about it. And now I'm getting ready to redo it again. But that's, you know, because it's five, six years old. So all that said is that I got to a point when you're shooting so much, and a course is a great place to learn this, you can remove yourself from the person on the screen and be more objective about it and go, yeah, like I'm not looking at that going, oh my gosh, I look so, no, I'm just thinking like, nope, that missed. That is early that you do have that. I had that. Yeah. Right. Listening. I couldn't listen to myself. Right. Now it's, oh no, no, yeah, I can I listen and yeah, yeah I got to speed it up because definitely when you hear yourself at one time speed. That's a problem. <laughs> but, but yeah. And I think like when you do that, right. A lot of the ideas, having a podcast, writing, creating videos, whatever, doesn't matter. You go get on LinkedIn and Twitter and Twitter again, mm-hmm. right. You can respond to stuff and you're just working through your thoughts. You're iterating right then and there. Good, yeah. And I think like, I used to have these ideas and I'd be like, okay, here's the name of it. Here's the tagline. Here's a description. And I got to make it perfect. And like, it fits in a box and you mm-hmm. put it there. And I was like, and I would have trouble with it. Yeah. But then I realized it's like, okay, here's an idea. Now I can go talk about that idea. Yeah. And I can go bring on people in and around that idea to talk through it with. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the idea comes out or it's not even the idea comes out. Now there's seven, 26 pieces of content related to podcasting, That's related right. to, you mentioned the word NFT, related to COVID, whatever that is, all yeah. of a sudden, okay, well, you've got a lot of stuff out there. And mm-hmm. then it's up for the person to like reach out and say, I want to be on your podcast. And then yeah. it's up to us to say, I don't think Not so. Happening, just dude. because you're on <laughs> Forbes, just because you're in Harvard Business yeah. Review, just because you wrote your books, doesn't make you like, oh, I should be delighted. I should be honored that you even oh, reached out. Now, you. there are times yeah. when I've gotten people to reach out. The author, 80-20 sales principle. I was like, I read his book seven mm-hmm. years ago. All of a sudden, he's reaching out to be on the podcast. That's intriguing. That's different. That's like, oh, wow. He's not reaching out unless yeah. we have that podcast. You found value in him seven, eight years ago, for sure. Right. So it's like, oh, this is great. This is cool. Now yeah. I can like apply it to today. But I think like just talking through those different topics and having that serve as your content and like, what's the return on that? How would you ever know? Content Matters with a Z is our content marketing company that helps entrepreneurs tell their own stories to those who care. And here's the thing. We think every entrepreneur that is willing should have their own content platform. And we want to help make that happen, both by working directly with entrepreneurs and by sharing our own stories, exploring the craft of content marketing. Content Matters, one piece of content at a time. Learn more at kazcontent.com.